Welcome back, Double Teamed Fam, for season five. We out here doing our best. Surviving. <laughs> so fucking tired. Okay, I know we did the minis in July, but obviously those were like about just like the basics or random things. And now I'm like, I feel like there's so much to catch you guys up on. So buckle in because it's been an exciting month to say the least. Uh, July, at least. August obviously just started. Has so. it been an exciting Oh, also, it was just a full moon um, today. Well, if you're listening to this on Thursday, it was a full moon earlier this week, Monday, Tuesday. So, you know, intense energy, probably didn't get a lot of sleep. Pay attention to your dreams. If you had any weird dreams, guys, write them down. Write them down. Always pay attention to what you're dreaming around the new moons and the full moons. But yeah, so if you had any weird dreams, pay attention. Um, And if you were having trouble sleeping, that's why. So hopefully now as we go into the weekend, you sleep a little nicer. So first things first, let's talk about the live show that is this month, literally like three weeks away. I'm so nervous. I The anxiety is kicking and it happens every time, you know, or we start planning a live show a few months, you know, ahead of time and like we're feeling good and like everything's like really aligning and we're excited you know we're excited and then like a few weeks before the live show like we're anxious we're nervous we're having dreams about it like it's just it's a lot so just a few things to go over if you haven't bought your ticket for the live show already go ahead and do so I know there's gonna be tickets available at the door but that's only if we haven't reached capacity so and the venue really only fits 130, I think. One, somewhere between 120 and 130. Yeah. So if you want prime seating, if you want to be right up close and personal, get you a ticket now. Don't wait until the last minute. So yeah, if you're in the New York or New Jersey area, come see us. Yeah. August come 26th, 930 p.m. We are going to have an after party, which is where we're going to host the meet and greet. That's just going to be a few blocks down from the live show venue we're super excited we're co-hosting the after party with from and it's going to be a really fun time if you guys are from first rounds on me it's um, a dating app who they've been sponsoring our live shows since the first ones new york is like one of their home bases so we're super excited to be partnering with them for the after party so we're gonna have a great time we're gonna you know record the live show and then we're you know where you get to win a bunch of fun prizes we um, got a lot of great prizes, guys. We really do. Like, we always get good vibrators. We always get... We've got some more stuff for the guys this time. So, bring your dudes. Bring your roommates. Bring your your dude best friends. Yeah, we're going to have merch. Bring whoever. Which reminds me, i got to work on that, like, right now. Anyways. But, yeah, we have some we have And some then we're really going to have the prizes. after party. So, it's going to be a really fucking fun night. So, buy your tickets, New York. Come see us. This is going to be the last live show of this year i know we talked about doing an la live show towards the end of the year i think we might just have that be like some sort of holiday party holiday party instead we're not really sure yet and then i'm not sure when we're gonna get started on 2024 live shows so yeah come see the new york live show we have a lot of fun things in store and it's gonna be really fun and shout out to our sponsors first rounds on me peep show they've been with us since the beginning we're super grateful 
Um, They're sponsoring the dig challenge yet again. Yet again. Yes. I think um, we have what we're going to do for the dig challenge. Yeah, we're it's still in the works, but it's going to be a good one. And then we have a few new sponsors. We have Blush Love, who will be providing the vibrators that we're going to be giving away. And Nixit, which is a period slash sexual wellness brand, will be sponsoring the show as, as well. And then we have, of course, Personal Fave Lube. Our favorite lube. Yes. And Nutriblast. So lots of fun things to give away. And as always, the sessions with Nicoletta, Nadej, and Ashley, which are honestly like some of my favorite things to give away too. I hope whoever like has won those in the past uses them because the session with Nicoletta, the going rate is like 150 bucks per hour. Same Ashley, I think more. is like, yeah. I think Ashley's also like around 120 an hour. And then Adej, her coaching sessions are also around a hundred something an hour. So like, if you win one of these, like, I hope y'all are using them because I would love, I love when to do a session with, with any of them. I was going to say, know. I love it when Nicoletta therapizes me. So it's really fun. So it's I just, know with, with Nicoletta, we can't, cause it's kind of like a conflict of interest. I've done Nadege's, I've done some of Nadege's sessions before, or like also, um, her, the things that they do with Danny and Lisa, but yeah, those are like the, the going rate on those are pretty yeah. expensive. So. so New York, come have fun with us. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Or New Jersey, or, you know, if you're somewhere Connecticut. in Connecticut, yeah. Boston, I don't know how far away that is, but come. DC, how far away are those places? I don't know. Like, I, I think I know they hours. have trains, but I don't know. All I'm saying is, you know, the Northeast, East Coast, Northeast. If you're if you're thinking about it, yeah, come through cuz I don't know the next time we're going to be in the East Coast. Just throwing that out there. Cuz I know London really wants us to go over there and if that's going to happen in 2024. <laughs> We have big budgets. Anyways, is it time to catch them up on what's been going on? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's dive in. Okay. We'll start at the beginning of July. I ran into Calvin. Oh, oh, oh. If y'all listened back in April, I blocked Calvin and like ended our little friendship. I did eventually unblock him, but it's not like we really had a lot of contact. And then one day I'm at brunch with Cammie and our two friends that are in town and I see a very tall, blonde man walking across the street from, like, where I am, from where I'm sitting at this brunch place. In Venice. At, in Venice. And I was like, is that Calvin? And I was like, oh, my God, it is. Like, you can just tell. He has a walk to him. He's got, like, you know, a certain kind of gait. So I, like, shot him a text. And I'm like, are you in Venice right now? And he was like, yeah. And so I like walked out to like the street and I called him and I was like, Hey, turn around. And he turned around and he saw me and he was like, Oh, Hey. And we hadn't seen each other since April, since Hawaii. So I was like, I was like, well, come over here. Say hi. So he did. He walked across the street, met me where I was at the restaurant and we just caught up real quick. You know, sparks flew. (laughs) I miss him. Okay, guys. I Nikki do. is in love. I like. I thought breaking up with him would like help me like move on and get over him. No, I'm in love with this man. I just I. Anyways, let me let me just we'll we'll leave that there. But I ran into him, and you know this was while Venus was in shadow. Period of before retrograde. So of course X is coming back. Anyways. 
so I saw him it was really nice I like texted him and I was like it's really nice to see you actually he had texted me a few days before that and he had let me know he was like hey I've been thinking about you hope you're doing well and I was like yeah I'm doing great thanks and then we saw each other so then I texted him and I was like it was really great to see you he's like yeah very nice blah 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 and okay so I left it at that whatever moving on fast forward about two weeks and there I was walking my dogs on a crosswalk and then I got hit by a car so what a transition (laughs) wasn't expecting that I don't know if you can see this is actually it's healed now so if you're watching YouTube yeah yeah if you're watching YouTube it does it doesn't look as bad as it did before um but yeah, getting hit by a car was not something I expected to happen. Um, that was when Saturn and Mars were in opposition. So, of course, weird shit's going on. Those are the two, you know, male- or what are they called? Anyways. Malefic. Malefic. Thank you. Those are the two malefic planets. So, of course, when they're in opposition of each other, shit happens. Um, we told y'all in that episode, July 20th, watch out for it. But this was just like a couple of days before. So they were still in their, each other's orbs. So I got hit by a car. My dog got hit first. Um, and then he tried to run away. And when he did, I slipped and fell. And like my arms went outward on the ground, right as like she was still coming to a stop, the car. So like I watched the car roll over my arm. And I'd like to attribute the fact that nothing broke or fractured to my amazing forearms that's um, your bicep. I know, but like you can still kind of see the form. Anyways, because luckily, yes, nothing um, was broken or fractured. Just a lot of swelling, a lot of bruising, and then the cut was pretty gnarly and it's still healing. I don't know if you can see it, but anyways, um, so I recovered from that. And then I posted on my stories about it. And then when Calvin saw it on my stories, he was like, hey, are you okay? And he's like, do you break anything? Blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Thanks for checking in. I appreciate it. And then he was, he invited me to come over. So I went over. Of course. Like, what was I going to say? No, it's my damn Achilles heel. Like, of course I went over. So we sat there and just caught up and talked about our lives. Talked about how, you know, we're both kind of in similar positions in dating and such and not to mention you've been on this little celibacy journey i've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey i have yeah for a variety of reasons i won't get into it anyways so you'll hear more you'll hear more of the live show yeah we'll we'll go into that more later this isn't the episode for the celibacy journey that's a whole nother thing so anyways we were we realized we were in similar positions and we were like you know we're sitting on his couch there and then he goes He was like, so should we try again? And I didn't hear him because he said it pretty low. And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, nothing. I'm like, no, what did you say? And he was like, nothing. And I'm like, did you just say, did you just ask if we should try again? Like get together again? And he was like, yeah, I did. But like, I meant it jokingly and lovingly. And I was like, okay, did you? And like, I did, I said this in my head because like, I just, I love and light. (laughs) Yeah. Because at this point I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to get into this. Like, yeah. Anyways, but I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, if you want to get back together, like, I'm down, okay? I'd like to discuss that. I'd like to negotiate it. What would that look like? Let's sit down and, like, figure it out. Anyways, but I was like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and just, like, let that simmer. So, but as I was leaving, I finally, like, mustered up the courage and I looked at him before I left and I was like, if you did want to get back together, would you text me? And he was like, I don't know. 
And then we walked outside to my car with his dog and like we hugged and talked about how much we missed each other. And then I left. Um, and that was it. That was it. So not a lot to, you know, discuss there. But it did make me realize how much I miss him. I mean, I was already missing him before that. But, like, it just, you know, it's been on his mind. He wouldn't have brought it up if he hadn't at least been thinking about it. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to make any assumptions on his behalf. Um, however, it is something that I would love to discuss. And that was right in the heart of Venus retrograde. So... What are you going to do? Oh, wait, no, no, no. That was like two days before. And it was, so it was like right before Venus retrograde. And then that weekend, I went to a wedding. It was our friend's wedding in Minnesota. Our One of our rave fam members. Yes, one of our rave fam. Well, two of them. They, they, they married each other. Anyways, and my ex-husband was there with his girlfriend. This was actually, we. the last time that we had seen them was what, EDC back in May? Was it? Yeah. God, that feels like it was so much sooner. I know, but that was, yeah, it was back Are in. You, no. Yeah. Um, oh, I no, no, we saw him, but we saw him the week later at the. We saw him a week later at that. Still, park. late May. Yeah. Okay, so last time we saw him last was Last time we saw him was May. And so that when we first saw him at EDC, like, it was definitely very emotional. I cried. Kimi cried. We all know that I cried. Everyone cried. Yeah. And then when we saw them a week later. His girlfriend cried. His girlfriend cried. Yeah, she cried too. When we saw them a week later, it was better and it was great, but we only saw them for like an hour before we left. So it wasn't very long. And then when we saw them this time, like we were all there together for this wedding, staying at the same hotel, hanging out with all of our friends. And honestly, like it felt completely normal. It felt like it had when we all hung out together, you know, two summers ago when we were all, what is that? Keep going. When we were all, you know... In our little dynamic, you know, obviously back then I was married to him and she was his girlfriend, but like this time it just, you know, all that really felt different was like, obviously they were the more kind of together couple and then Kimi and I were just more like friends and like, but, but it felt normal. We joked like normal. We talked like normal. Um, yeah. So it was, it was really nice because like, honestly, you know, for me uh, at the end of my marriage, like one of the things that I wished for the most was that my ex-husband and I would still be able to maintain a friendship. And obviously, like, immediately that wasn't really an option because you needed, we, everyone needed time to let feelings dissipate and to let the pain kind of go away and everything. And, and I feel like by now, you know, it's been, what, over a year? Nearly two. Nearly two years. It'll be two years in September. Oh, that's right. Oh, shit. Yeah, nearly two years. And it, it feels like we can all be at a place where we can, like, be friends. And, like, you know, I remember that night at the wedding, Nate came up to me and he was like, and he was like, I just want to let you know that I'm glad that we can all hang out like this. And he was like, I still love you. I, I still care about you. And like, none of that has changed. But like, I'm so happy with where my life is. And I'm so happy that we can all be friends again. And so like, that was really nice. And it's definitely, you know, it's definitely interesting. Because I don't know, it, it just I don't know what what happened. Maybe it just sorry, I was burning my hair. Like, EDC, seeing Nate during EDC was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was, you know, because I was shrooming um, or what, but <laughs> but it was, it was super emotional. And um, 
you know, but also at the same time, like we also have a rave family that he's included in. And if it's anything that we were all trying to work towards was being able to put everyone together again. So I know I, I, I feel like I did a little bit of like work through that in therapy so that this time when we did see him at the wedding and saw his his girlfriend like it was a lot easier and smoother and it did make me super super happy that we were able to like all connect in that way and it just goes to show that for people in your life that you really really care about like no matter no matter the pain if the care and love is there like you can always come back it might not look the same but it can still come back in a way that's really meaningful and beautiful it reminds me of this quote that someone had said um, back when I, when I, my divorce started. I can't remember who said it, but I thought it was really profound and I really loved it. And it was like the end of one relationship is often the beginning of another with the same person. Mm-hmm. And so it, you know, it felt like at least for me, like the ending of our marriage, you know, obviously after we gave it some time and like we're able to, you know, he did therapy, I did therapy and, you know, we were able to work through a lot of our things. Now I feel like we kind of have this like rebirth in our relationship, but it's like, you know, a a platonic friendship of like two people that really love each other, really care for each other um, and things like that. So it's for anyone that's, you know, had to end a relationship with someone that they still really care about or, you know, things just didn't go as you had planned, but like you want to like maintain a friendship with that person, whatever it may be. Like I, I just, I think if you're both in it and you're both like, willing to accept like a new dynamic that is platonic and that is you know a friendship and with still a lot of love and care like it is very possible and very doable it's also just hilarious when like (laughs) i don't know there was that one couple there that i think had known y'all when you were married oh yeah there was a couple there that met us when we were dating yeah they met us when we were dating they were there when we were engaged uh they knew when we were married like and then here y'all were. And yeah, and then Just here I am as like friends. <laughs> as friends, he's got a girlfriend and there I am like hugging his girlfriend goodbye in front of them and telling her I love her because I do like I still have a lot of love for her. So I, I'm sure to them they were like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but also one of my favorite moments was we were all sitting around the table talking. Nate was like telling someone about two two friends of ours from Kansas. Oh, yeah. And he was... and. <laughs> This part cracks me up. So Nate was telling this person about our two friends and he was like, Nicole, do you remember them? And, and he was like, I don't think you ever met the yeah, guy. Yeah, he was like, I don't think you ever met the guy. And I was like, and then I gave him a look and then it suddenly clicked for him. That was a couple we had a foursome with. And I was like, what do you mean I never met that guy? I literally blew him <laughs> in a foursome. Like, I don't understand how you, you were there. <laughs> you were there. What? You were going down on the girl. Like, I don't... <laughs> I remember that part. I was just like, are you kidding me right now? And then as soon as he caught on, he was laughing. And then we both kind of had this moment where we were just like, you know, we were able to like, yeah, it is fun to like be able to joke about that kind of stuff. Like I remember we were joking around about like our Vegas trips that we used to go on with his girlfriend and him when y'all were, Mm -hmm. when you and him were still married and when we had the airplane, she had brought, oh yeah, we had, it was like a hot August weekend on our way to Las Vegas and she brought hard boiled eggs in the airplane. (laughs) 
so gross. It was so bad. And I remember the whole time afterwards, they were like, they were joking about how, like, before they were like, oh, this would be a great snack for the plane. And then during, they were like, what the fuck were we thinking? And Kimi and I just had to suffer through that. I was so pissed at them. Disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, it was... It was really great to to see them. And honestly, like, it's not like we're making plans to, you know, hang out the four of us or anything like that at this point. But they are integrating back into the rave fam slowly Yeah, they're integrating surely. back into the rave fam. They're, like, I, we're all getting to a point where we can hang out together. So, like, when we do stuff, like, with the rave fam, like, everyone can, you know, we're, we're planning a trip in September to go camping with some of our rave fam members. And, like, we invited them. I don't know if they can make it, but, like, we still invited them because, like, if they can, you know, we'd love to have them there. So, and that was a big thing for Nate, too. Whenever we did end our relationship, like, I do think a lot of our rave fam, like, was very shocked by what happened and they all knew us from like you know right uh, we met a lot of them when Nate and I first got married so like they'd known us our entire you know seven year marriage just about so I think they were a little shocked by everything but and of course they were apprehensive towards like his girlfriend because they were like who is this girl that came in and like you know now their marriage is ending and our friend group is doesn't look the same, blah, blah, blah. And so I, everyone was like in a state of shock, but then also had kind of their like reservations. And I told them all like when we were, you know, in when we would hang out and stuff, I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, like it's his choice. Like we should respect it. I think a lot of them like felt betrayal on my behalf, which I appreciated. But I told them like I didn't want them to take sides. But obviously, like one of our fam members is like one of my bestest, bestest friends. And so, of course, like I went to her for a lot of things and whatnot. So like things with the friend group got messy. And so, you know, when we were all together at EDC and they saw that we were like starting to kind of make up again. And then at the wedding, the same, it, it kind of gave them the, I think, the okay to be like, okay, now we can start accepting this person, his girlfriend, into the friend group. And and now that everyone's like, okay, we can all start kind of like co-meshing again. So, yeah, like I said, that has been really meaningful for me. It's something that I've wished for since we started our divorce. I never wanted to lose him as a friend. I didn't want to lose her as a friend. And I, and I like, I want them to continue to be a part of our rave fam and our friend group. Because our rave fam is like a cult. We are a little culty. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We are culty. Like, <laughs> we are. We're we very have selective. 14 group chats. <laughs> all about different subjects. So there's, so it's, there's a mean wait hold on how many of us are there in that rave fam 10 of us hold on so there's 11 of us in this friend group we have six different group chats one is for when we're making travel plans one is for when we're sharing music one is the general chat for catching each other up on random things another one is a subset of those of us that live in southern california for when we want to get together another one is for edc and then there's one more I don't know. Any single oh, there time. was a there was a subset of those of us that went to Hawaii together. Yep. So, <laughs> so there there's like I'm there's always lo- creating group chats. There's a lot of different group chats, and it's like a running joke in the rave fam because we're always like, oh no, another group chat. Like anytime, like there's like a few of us that are going to like something else or whatever. So it's pretty funny, but we are a pretty tight knit group. Um, and like I said, I'm just happy to be like welcoming my ex husband and his girlfriend back into that group. So, yeah, 
Anyways. But I mean, like I said, it's just it's a great example of how to re-escalate. Yeah, re-escalate a relationship. And I think the key things if you're going to re-escalate a relationship is time. Give it give it time. Quite some time. At I know at least 6 months. Yeah, I know with on John Romanello's Q&As, I always see him suggest like especially when you break up with someone, whether that is like divorce, or just a general breakup, the minimum time of like no contact should be, I think he said 90 days. Yeah, three so months. three months. Which is, I mean, I think around the time that we, there was a time period where like in the beginning we still talked quite a bit and then, and then we had a period where we like didn't have any contact for at least like probably three, three to five months. Yeah. And then we kind of slowly, and then around the time that my dog died, then we kind we just reconnected again because he was there when our dog died um but then after that it was just kind of a very slow process but I agree I think you should have like no contact at all for at least three to six months and then after at least six months then like start off with very slow contact and then I mean so yeah it's been what almost two years wow now obviously like this doesn't have to be for everyone yeah it doesn't have to be for everyone but I would say like now being over over a year and a half into this I I definitely feel more like comfortable obviously the first few times were rough like I said I cried a ton but now I'm like okay I I can I've worked through a lot of the emotions blah 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 like I can I can start welcoming them back into my life like Um, there's no reason for me to like reconnect with my ex-fiance for that's example. another thing too yeah it's like do you need to if you is there like is there a need or a desire to reconnect and like if so like what is that for yeah for him and I I think it's because we have like the same friends and we love each other and care about each other and like understand that like we can be in a platonic relationship and it'd be fine but if it was like I think if it's someone you still have romantic feelings for and like you you wish like it would continue or whatever that looks different but then does. I don't know about a re-escalation that's why like with Calvin I'm like you know even though it was great to see him recently and and I loved it and like it reminded me how much I missed him at the same time it reminded me that like why I broke up with him because I have too many feelings for us to just be friends wow and I'm not re-escalating in a few areas yeah so I mean I don't know anyways Calvin if you're listening I I watch back (laughs) (laughs) yeah Calvin if you're listening Nikki loves you she talks okay, about you we don't, all the fucking time. I'm well, he done shows, he hearing about <laughs> Calvin. I listen to you talk about him every day. I'm just like, God damn it. I hope he just wants to get back together with you so that you can shut up about it. He shows up in my dreams all the time as a disclaimer. He really does. Ever since we've broken up, like, I've never seen the man more in my dreams. I mean, before, like, I used to dream about him all the time. And he would just show up randomly in my dreams. Like, but now it's like he's... <laughs> It cracks me up because like all summer in my dreams, he'll just like show up with a different girl each time in my dream. And I, when I saw him, like when we caught up a couple weeks ago, like at his place, I was like, you keep showing up in my dreams with like different girls. He was like, yeah, I've been kind of, you know, going on random dates here and there. So that checks. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, I don't know. Interesting time and very on brand with Venus retrograde. So, but, but here I am healing my arm trying to let it heal this like hurts this right here itches and it hurts this is still bruised like the bone I think is bruised and then I can't really like lift a lot 
And then my other hand, because it's been doing so much work since this hand isn't really working very well, uh, my right hand is um, sore a lot. In other news, I finished one of my projects that I, if you listened a couple months ago, you heard me talk about two passion projects that I have in the works. One of them is done and off to next the next steps. step. I can't wait until we can finally talk about it. I can't wait to tell y'all about it when it's time to tell y'all. I'm like dying right now that I can't tell y'all. I know. You're going to love it. For the like two of you that are on my close friends on my personal page, you might know, but that's about oh, it. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. I think I did post it on our close friends for... But it was like, it was a very subtle hint on our close friends on Kami and Nikki. Oh, for DT. Oh, so. So you might know if you're, if on you're our, a patron, you might know. If you're a know. patron member, you might know. But yes, so that one is off to its next steps and I'm so glad to have it done. And then the second one that we're working on, which again, I can't wait to fucking tell y'all, but uh, I am not a patient person, guys. I am not no, a patient person. No, and we person. don't like to, you know, we can't hold surprises in, you know, like no. usually if Nikki and I are about like getting each other stuff for like Christmas and stuff we just always end up telling each other what it is beforehand very rarely have we actually surprised each other yeah anyways so we're not good with holding things in but the second one we are also almost done with um how much longer so this is one that Steph and I are working on and it's probably about another three to four weeks before it's done and then we gotta then then we gotta get into the next steps so both of them you probably won't find out for a couple more months but hopefully by the end of season five you'll know what they are yes so but i am so excited (sighs) i can't wait (sighs) anyways so if your exes are coming back in this venus retrograde period that we're in right now i think my best advice would be keep an open mind and an open heart however understand whether that chapter needs to be closed redirected or you know whatever Hey DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom, whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based STD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs, get your testing done, no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. 
That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on STD check and use code DTF to go get tested. And this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you guys. Go get tested. Like, I I hope you get clarity on, like, where the next steps of said relationship. Like, sometimes it can be closure. Like, okay, I I think I am actually done this time and, like, it's time to move on. Or, like, oh, now we can be friends and, like, we can can actually move forward with, like, just, like, a good cordial platonic friendship. Or, you know, if you want to get back together with them and, you know, since you've broken up with them, all you've realized is that you were actually in love with them the whole time and you just denied your feelings and, you know, now you can't deny them any longer, then let them know. That one Leo I talked about a few months ago, the one that kind of like blew me off, he came back. Uh, <laughs> that way you said that. He came back. Well, you know what? That fucker is probably listening to this episode. So hi, dude. Anyways, so I blocked him on everything. Kimmy, Nikki, DT, my phone. But then I just unfriended him on my Instagram profile because it's private. So if I just unfriended him, then he couldn't see anything. Anyways... So a few weeks ago, he like, he re-friend requested me on IG and he was like, hey, oh, so glad that I'm not blocked anymore. And I'm like, no, you're still blocked. Obviously, I can't block him from listening to the pod. So if he does listen, (laughs) hi. Anyways, (laughs) so, and he was like, hey, you know, like, let's hang out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, dude, look, I'll be your Instagram friend just on this account I will not unblock you from anything else. He And I was like, but, you know, there's some boundaries here. Like, there's no way I'm ever going to make plans with you again. That's not happening. So just be wary. I mean, I, I will say, you know, like, for example, my ex's birthday is in a few days. Actually, it's the day this episode releases. Are you going to reach out? <sighs> I want to reach out and say happy birthday. I did actually send Calvin cookies on his birthday. I, you know, when it when it comes to that ex, I know he and I, I know that chapter is closed. I really do. There's a very finality er, to it. You but know? do you think you could be friends again or do you think like there's just no way to be friends? I would love to be his friend. and But I think that looks different for everyone. Like It you know? does. It does. And, but he's friends like, like I said, for Nate and I, like, because we have the same friend group that we love deeply and we care about and, like, we all like to do the same things and, like, do the same adventures, like, for that reason, you know, and I care about him, but for that reason, like, I wanted to, like, of course, welcome him back into, like, that, yeah. into my life, but, like, you know, with him, like, do you think there's, the only, the only reason I, I mean, the great thing is that we are, like, cordial and nice to each other when we do see each other, which sometimes we have i mean we i have run into him in the wild just because when i'm in venice like he lives there a b he lives right next door to two of our friends in the lifestyle group yeah so like for example i went to a fourth of july party that was right next to his house you know at the beginning of the month at the beginning of july however you know he wasn't there he was in europe so and also just like the reason why I would never give that other Leo a chance anyway is because out of respect for my ex because he did ask me not to engage there and I was like yeah that's fine that makes a lot of sense like y'all hang out you're you're both in the same friend circle. So like in that regard for my for my ex and I like it's nice to be cordial and it makes sense to like have somewhat of like an acquaintanceship 
I don't know if it'll ever get to friendship. It has been quite, and that's the thing. It's like, I was trying to give it like quite some time before I like reached out or, you know, well, not reached out, but just like, I didn't want to like say anything. So now I'm just like, do I wish him a happy birthday? I'm going to say no. (laughs) That's tough. Maybe on Instagram. Maybe like instead of texting him happy birthday, like just like respond to an Instagram post or something and be like happy birthday and leave it at that. But I wouldn't go out of my way to text him happy birthday if I were you. I know. But that is a toughie. I know you still care about him. I care about him too. I hope he's doing well. But like. I care about yeah. him a lot. And you know what? I was thinking about it the other day because I I love him. I realize it'll never be what it was. You know, we didn't we, we did not make good lovers together. There was a lot of love there, but we just did not make a good match. We went through a lot of hardships, but we did learn a lot from each other. But I don't and know. And we're where, not saying I don't know where I was going with that. But basically, I was just saying, you know, I I care about him deeply. And I know I'll probably run into him, you know, many times. We live in the same city and there's different, there's some ways in which we could see each other potentially like out in the wild. So don't take this as your sign to text your ex. God, no, I'm not. But like, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, if your ex has come back, really take some time to reflect on the future of that relationship and why you either want to be friends or rekindle or not. Um, like is it worth re-escalating or should you just leave it where it's at take that time to reflect i've reflected a lot on calvin and i and i've decided (laughs) what i want yeah we Um, know (laughs) but with but like you know with my ex-husband like i i think we're at a good place and i'm very happy and i'm not pushing for anything when we see each other it's great and we have a you know we're able to have a fun time and every now and then sure on the group chats we'll you know banter back and forth but then i kind of leave it at that so the human experience is so funny i think you know at the end of the day like especially like with the people that come and go in our lives i think it's really important to for whoever does come into your life like enjoy that moment you know if it does end up being something that's toxic like just take the good and leave leave it behind and then i don't know i guess i've just been thinking a lot about relationships lately and it's well just... that's what venus retrograde does it's no about, i know it's about, it's about thinking about you know like how do you want to approach relationships how do you want to move forward how do you want to what do you want to value and prioritize as you as you keep going like like but Kira said def- is this bringing me pleasure exactly you know? i think it's definitely made me realize and like just reflect like how it, important it is when you are spending time with someone to be present Oh, a thousand percent. You never know when the last time you're going to have sex with them is. You never know when the last time you're going to kiss them is. You never know when the last time you're going to hug them is. Yeah, I think when I think back to like my relationship with my ex, I don't remember our last time. Having sex? Mm Mm-hmm. With me, I remember it very vividly. I don't because I didn't realize that that would be the last time. I think I... I, I, Oh, I, I knew. When it was the last time for Nate and I, I knew. I think with my ex, one of the last few times that we did it, I was like, I need to remember this, you know, even though we didn't have the greatest sex life sometimes. I was like, I need to remember this because like this might be one of the last times. I don't even remember. Same with kissing him, but. But like, even though I remember like what our last time was like, I don't even remember like, I don't remember his dick. I don't remember how he felt. I just remember kind of like the environment and what like what had happened and what I felt emotionally 
Which I think is another takeaway. I think it's funny the things that we do end up remembering. Because, like, for example, when I think about my ex, like, one of the one of the most vivid things that I remember with him is cuddling at night. Mm. I always well, remember he didn't like his tummy touch, so I would always hold him, like, in the solar plexus area, like, kind of, like, over by the sternum and... Well, and I mean, it, like like I said, you know, I don't remember what it was like kissing my ex-husband. I don't remember what it was like feeling him inside me or like any of those things. What I remember is like what I felt emotionally, mm-hmm. which was loved and supported and cared for. Like, that's what I remember the most. So, and I think that's something that I try to remember, like in terms of like my interactions with other people is like, how do I make someone feel? Because yeah. at the end of the day, like that's what they're going to remember about me. That's another thing I've been reflecting is like, like yep. yeah, more than anything, they're going to remember your, or like you're going to remember how they made you feel and vice versa. It's all about the small moments. So think about how you make other people feel. So anyways, that was, that was the beginning to season five, guys. It is going to be a healing season. It, it is. Yeah, we're going to yeah, talk a lot it's kinda, about that. It's kind of been the summer of healing. Well, we've been healing for like the past year and a half. So, yeah, that's true. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll yes. keep y'all posted on what happens with Calvin if I see him again. But yes, yay. Welcome to August. Welcome to season five. Oh, and, and then Astro updates. Um, I think August, I mean, we'll probably talk about it later on. August, obviously we're still, the entire month of August is Venus retrograde. Mercury goes retrograde later this month. When, do you remember the dates? Is it August 10th? Way after that. No, no, no. I think it's August 10th. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Check. D, 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 D. And then we have a new moon in Leo, which will be really fun. And then we're going to have another full moon <laughs> at the end of the month in Pisces. Kimmy and I don't traditionally do well with with those full moons in pisces or well i shouldn't say we don't do well with them but they tend to be a i time was right the 23rd august 23rd oh is it be- okay. yeah because it's august 23rd through september 3rd that's the mercury retrograde okay anyways but that full moon in pisces um i mean it's nothing to be scared of it's just i feel like things always happen around a full moon in pisces for us i will be what when is the full moon in pisces august 30th i will be hiding in a bunker um <laughs> No, they're not anything. Peace to and love. It's just it's in our twelfth no, house. No, for us, <laughs> it's in our twelfth house. So it's like, of course, it's like all the stuff, the the, uh, the unknown, the un, the hidden. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I will not be scheduling any surgeries for any pets. or travel. We're not going to be traveling. When is that again? August thirtieth. Great. We'll be getting back from. Oh, mom's coming to visit us. It'll be an R&R day. Okay. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in. We hope you have a great rest of your week. Wear condoms and buy tickets to our live show in New York. Yes, New York. Come fucking see us. Go buy your ticket now. Okay, thank you. I love you all. Bye. Bye.